Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. We're here with the kids and the grandkids having way too much fun. Man, to get ready for the grandkids, you need some Red Bull, Rockstar, you need a little bit of 15, 20 cups of coffee. It's so much fun. Colleen and I are having a blast. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because the rapture of the church is signless. We talk about it every week, but the second coming has tons of signs. And uh, we had such a great time last week. We were in Minneapolis there at Living Word. Got to do the podcast with uh, Pastor Jim Hammond as well. And then before that, we were in Lincoln, California, if I got the name of the town just right. We had so much fun there. But we're looking at all these things that are literally happening every week. I mean, people go, I live in Bible days. You're living in Bible days right now. You're watching verse after verse after verse come to pass of what the Bible said you'd see just before God comes to the planet. So... We look at different things. People say, well, uh, why would we need to know how close we are? Well, you make changes. You accelerate, just like at the football game when the clock is winding down. Uh, you speed up. You, you get The plays are more crucial, and uh, that's what it should be. So we preach it. It's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. And remember when Jesus walked into town, the demons started crying out, have you come to torment us before the time? And I love it that they knew Jesus was on a schedule, but guess what? Uh, he was early, so they knew that he was early. So if demons the schedule going to be, how much more the church? So in the Old Covenant, you had the tribe of Issachar that had an understanding of the times to know what the children of Israel ought to do, indicating if you don't know the times, you, you won't know what to do. Why? When you see the finish line, everything changes. So there's stuff happening every single week. I am in awe of how in the United States, so much of this doesn't even get put on the news. But let's pick up with what's happened all around Israel. Some pr pretty uh, intriguing things are going on with Iran specifically, Israel specifically, the weather, and with China right now. But with, with Israel, uh, you, you got our administration here in America kind of snubbed Netanyahu again, said, we'll let you, well, when Netanyahu was at the UN, they said, we'll let you come later in the year. Just kind of weird to do to Israel. It would never happen under any other administration. But in the midst of that, you have our administration making a deal with Iran on 9-11, basically paying uh, for a prisoner swap, which I understand trying to negotiate to get people back home. I get that. The problem is releasing $6 billion for six people. Now all of a sudden Iran's going to have all this money because they've been doing a radical PR campaign we talked about last week. They made it seem like in all the newspapers that they slowed down production of uranium when in fact they've slowed down. It'd be like, well, I'm in a Porsche 911 on the Audubon going 190 and I slowed down to 175. Well, 175 is still way too fast. <laughs> so that's what Iran is doing right now and they're getting away with it. That's the amazing thing is we did an, an agreement with them on 9-11. Of course, it would be interesting about 9-11 if you flip 9-11 around. Uh, it's that exact date that the two temples were destroyed in Israel. So it's kind of wild how that works. It'd be 11 and 9. But anyway, that, that deal is Iran's already got a deal right now with Russia making drones for Russia, making huge sales of oil to China. Along with that, you've got Iran has uh, their uranium up to centigrade speed without any oversight. The, the general secretary for the Atomic Energy Agency said the problem is they say they're slowing down, but we have no oversight over this whatsoever like they did in the past. Well, on top of that, Iran built a runway in southern Lebanon 12 miles from the border of Israel. So you got Iran 
ready to get a nuclear weapon. You've got a brand new uh, landing station for them in Lebanon, along with Damascus where they keep landing, and, and Israel keeps blowing up planes that are coming in there and blowing up missiles that are coming in there. So strategically, Israel, is so many of these nations that want to annihilate it, which the, the aircraft landing area, the airport there in Lebanon, which is 12 miles away, it has all Iranian flags. So systematically, you're watching this for the Ezekiel 38 war right in front of our eyes. You had one of our generals this last week say, China's not getting ready for just war, they're getting ready for war with the United States. So what happened yesterday? You had 40 aircraft go into the Taiwanese Straits that Taiwan had to send about 12 of their planes out to intercept them uh, because they're, they're, they're acting like they're ready to in, invade uh, Taiwan. Along with that, you cra the crazy stuff that happened with that earthquake in Morocco. I talked about the lights that you saw. I saw some pictures of it and some video of it. There's some radical things happening in the, in the heavens along with these earthquakes. Horrible how many people got killed there. But even in Libya, you had a typhoon come through this last week, broke out one of the dams. You had thousands of people that got killed. I think the count is 2,800. They say it could easily go up to about 10,000. So you got crazy weather. You got asteroids landing in Texas. <laughs> you have meteor showers. You got the, the heat. You have the rain. You have the mudslides. Along with that, you've got all these other nations doing what they're doing. So they don't even have time to get into all the transgender stuff, to get into all the weird stuff that's happening all over. Specifically, the, the we talked about it a little bit, the weird stuff with the the political setting in Israel is so intriguing right now that it's completely being set up for eventually having to look for someone to rescue them and pull them out, and that guy would be the Antichrist. So wild. So with that, we always go to the Scripture. What happened? Israel made a nation. Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation sees those who come to us. That generation will not pass away. So that's us. But then you've got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. You have foxes on the Temple Mount, fish in the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea turning blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was last year on the Day of Atonement. The ritual bath on the Temple Mount fill up with water. You've got 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land. So you've got all these events coming to pass. You have Rabbi Exot Kaduri. Jesus appears to him a few years ago. He prophesies that just before the coming of the Messiah, Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins. Last year, Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz began to rule together. So you have all of these put together. It would be interesting if it was one or two things, but you've got hundreds of things being put together that make it overwhelmingly sure how close we are. You have men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. I was in Los Angeles. The guy had two selfie sticks. Almost got run over by a car trying to take photographs of himself. How crazy is that? So that's the climate that we live in, along with all the other bizarre stuff that's going on right now. I mean, you had the White House at Christmas had goat symbols up on the White House, which were demonic symbols, along with a transgender person uh, uh, quoting verses in front of the whole place. So indicating we're signing on for everything. And uh, what does that tell me? The world's getting full of corruption and violence. Jesus is just about to come back. So we have sign after sign after sign after sign. Then you go to symbols. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles four in a row a few years ago. When's the last time you had four in a row like that on Passover and Tabernacles? That's a huge deal. NASA calls it a tetrad. Last time that happened was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 
1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Pretty amazing. Heavenly signals coinciding with earthly things happening with, with Israel. All right, then you had the uh, Bethlehem star when Jesus was born. You had Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. This last year, you have a celestial event, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus. At the birth of Jesus, the constellation was Virgo. This last year, the constellation was Leo. He's the line of the tribe of Judah. So all of this stuff, there's so much more. You can't get into it in seven to ten minutes every week, but specifically, everything's telling us and shouting to us there's a change coming. What is that change coming? The king's coming back. We're about to be on the sides of the north city of the great king. Come on, we're about to be with him face to face. Amazing the gratitude, the thankfulness we'll all have as we stand before the throne of God thinking that Jesus, Jesus gave his life for us. So all this talk about all the signs are all about one thing. We're about to see the king. The earth is about to see the king. And then seven years later, every being will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So what do we do as Christians? Help our local church, help our local pastor, hustle, have a mentality. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life. Why? We're about to see the King. Let's do everything we can, get as many people saved as we can. There's a lot of things coming up we'll talk about in the weeks to come about what's getting ready to happen in Israel and what we're going to do on our trip there. So great things ahead. Have a wonderful, blessed week, and we'll catch up with you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.